In the world of Hollywood, movies get greenlit and redlit. They get remade and rebooted. But we are the ideal. I'm Sam Gash, and you are listening to Ideal Remake. I lied. I wasn't ready. Anyway, so we're talking Bill and Ted today. Hi. We're go- about to go on a, a most excellent podcast journey adventure. Yes. And party on, dudes. Party on, dudes. Yeah. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I would like to welcome back Meredith Hackman and Laser Melina Weber. Hello. Woo! It's me. It's we're me. the best. I'm so excited for you guys to listen to us. <laughs> <laughs> you lucky, lucky ducks. welcome to me (laughs) so the game i want to start before we get into like hey welcome back and all that is so it's bill and ted's excellent adventure and then bill and ted's bogus journey if they were to make a third movie what would be your adjective noun for what the name would be keep in mind there is a correct answer duplicitous betrayal oh Oh. shoot i like that a lot yeah i like that yeah Duplicitous Betrayal is a good one. Bill and Ted. <laughs> go to White Castle. There we go. <laughs> Bill and Ted 3, John Wick 3. <laughs> <laughs> I would also watch that. Yeah. The uh, the answer that I came up with that I'm super proud of and super disappointed in is um, Bill and Ted's Righteous Crusade. Righteous is good. Oh, righteous yeah, is good. Oh, that's and then funny. You, and then you think about what I just it's said. It's funny. It's cute. And it's righteous like a crusade. crusade. It's, it's like a, oh, because like, it's bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah there it is well the crusades weren't great in general no i mean i imagine it was just bill and ted like persecuting non-christians well and then if you think about it i mean that's what this the, movie is. their religion has to take over the world right i mean that's that's yeah. that's oh, what the yeah. weird that crystal future does it's not so weird. it's just so it's just them like killing everyone who disagree, disagrees with them, through the power so. of music so i'm fine is the is the reason that they travel everywhere in a phone booth because of Doctor Who? Yeah, I'm sure it is. It's got to be because. Yeah. But when I first saw this movie when I was like in high school, I'd never heard of Doctor Who. Mm. Yeah. But now I have, and I'm like, that's definitely a thing, right? Well, I was mm. like, oh my god, Doctor Who ripped off Bill and Ted, and then I did <laughs> yeah. a quick timeline in my head, and I was like, oh no, oh no, dog. Well, unless they went back in time, <laughs> they went back in time. <laughs> And then, Trash can. <laughs> and then the Matrix ripped off Bill and Ted by having them use phones. Truth. Yeah. And then Ooh. we ripped off the Matrix by having phones. And then I ripped off Keanu Reeves in this movie by wearing a vest the other day. Did you? Oh. Yeah. I love a vest. Yeah. And I ripped off, I don't know the other guy's name. That's why I needed my laptop. Oh, no. Do, oh, do, you, talk it out. Talk out your thoughts. I we'll just don't remember you. the name of the other actor. <laughs> oh, he's blonde guy. Yeah, blonde oh. guy. Oh. Yeah. I needed my not Sean Penn. Let's call him. I needed my laptop for IMDb. He looks like Sean Penn. Okay, didn't he always look like Sean Penn? A little bit. He's I, fake I, Sean. He's Penn. He's more attractive than Sean Penn. All right, Sam, calm down. <laughs> also, Sean Penn, I'm pretty sure is not a good dude. Yeah, no, I'm not associating this man's inner truth with Sean Penn. I'm saying That's physically, he looks because like Sean this Penn. dude, I think, is supposed to be a good dude. Yeah, I looked at what he looks like now. Super cute, still. Probably. Do you want me to show you? Yeah, why not? I don't see. So <laughs> <laughs> this just becomes a podcast about. Like, so I don't remember who originally wanted to do Bill and Ted. Was me. it on your original list, yeah. Meredith? I never Laser seen picked it. it. You'd never yeah. seen it at all. No, never until seen... three hours ago. Yeah. <gasps> That's Laser. so exciting. It yeah, it was fine. Oh uh, no! 
<laughs> oh no, this is going to be the Matrix, but like switched. Yeah, it's, you had never seen the Matrix before we did. No, the Matrix no, no, episode? but I wasn't a fan. Oh, yeah. okay. No, I think it was good. I feel like I would have liked it a lot if I'd seen it when I was younger. But it, it, this movie, I do want to say, this movie was so much more '90s than I remember it being. Yeah, we we'll probably get closer get, to the get, get up in there. Tell us about your feelings about the '90s, Meredith. Yeah, right, Meredith, you guys are really loud in my ears, so maybe wait, just... maybe we should turn you down. Wait, can we talk about adjusting? I can't hear anything now. Are you messing with me? Better? Hello, hello. Meredith, 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 Meredith. Now you sound great, now you sound great. Okay, wonderful. Thank you. I should have done that before, huh? Nah, nah, do it in the middle. Everything's great. Everything's great. So tell us about your experience with the 90s. With the 90s in general? Yeah. It was a great time, you know? Like, at first it was kind of grungy. It was holding over from the 80s. And then it was just like, wow, why is everything so dark and depressing? And then Britney Spears hit the scene. And it was like, oh, yeah, everything's bubblegum and bunnies. And um, that's, that's kind of not my... the impression I got from her, but go for it. Well, at the time, I didn't understand what sex was. <laughs> Neither did she. <laughs> Neither did I, but she taught me. But yeah. she taught you <laughs> with bubblegum and bunnies. Interesting. I messed up. Yeah. Well, if you watch well, The Favorite, no. Sex and Bunnies. Oh, yeah. I did watch The Favorite. Yeah, let's not get into it. You didn't like The Favorite? I, well, I just want to discuss Bill and Ted's Excellent Okay, Adventure. all right. You're right. I'm sorry. The opposite of The Favorite. <laughs> the actor's name is Alex Winter. Alex Winter. We did a great name. But, all right. Good podcast, everybody. <laughs> but all I feel right, like the, like the 90s, as represented through Bill and Ted's, were about um, dumb innocence and um, hilarious heart. Mm. Yeah, I just that. kind of like very much just the surface level of there's that now it's here okay let's move on that kind of thing there's gotta I be I mean some... it's a kids movie right it, it's also like yeah but it's also like a really idealistic future where yeah. literally the entirety of this idealistic future hinges on helping two idiots pass a history report yeah yeah it's also a kids movie an where incredibly a guy well attended yeah, yes but, also that was that okay yeah that was weird I, don't, I did not recast her <laughs> Like, I took uh, kind of that whole subplot out. I'm like, that's problematic. Yeah, it's problematic. Yeah. I mean, it's... But it's all for that one joke at the end when Sigmund yeah. Freud's like, can I do you? And he's like, I just have a minor Edible complex, man. Yeah. But yeah. then in, like, Bogus Journey, she's married to the other dad. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. God. So, uh... Hilarious. Uh, Bill's... Yeah. Bill, Bill's dad and uh, whatever her name was get divorced. Missy? And, mi- sure. You don't even want to respect her enough to say her name? Not at all. <laughs> and the, and then Bill's dad's just really sad during all of Bogus Journey. He's like, take me back. But she's just like married to like the cop. And it's super weird. Oh, man. Wow, I blacked out. I mean, I love Bogus Journey. I'm yeah. not going to lie. I think Bogus Journey also holds up. I'm I'm on board with Bogus Journey. I might like it better. It's so silly and amazing, and it's got like a it's got like a skeleton guy in it. Death, death, okay. The Grim Reaper, and they have to like play board games to like get undead well, because they're robot versions there were of themselves. Board games them. or robots? I would have been <laughs> right. That, I would have taken less of an aliens <laughs> and God oh, and the aliens. Then death joins the band. They all join the band. Oh, it's so good. We'll get you to do that one next. Okay. 
Okay. Or, or we'll just do a movie night. I mean, either way. Mm-hmm. Okay. We could just watch We were going to just hang out, and now we're doing a podcast. Yeah, I did just yeah. ask you to Mexican food, and now we're here. <laughs> well, it, you have to be happy. Like, the only Mexican food place I know of is a block from the recording studio. It's fine. The it's other fine. option was El Pollo Loco across the street from me, and I think El Compadre is going to be a little bit better. Agreed. Okay. I hope. We'll give you guys a recap later. Mexican <laughs> <laughs> It'll be in the mini episode that goes yeah. out the week before oh, this. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, before we begin. Um, so when we talk about Bill and Ted, I first saw this movie in bits and pieces like on Comedy Central, like just sitting and watching it just over time. And then – but I saw Bogus Journey for the first time all the way through. Mm. And then when I went out and bought this movie because I own it on DVD because it's great. Okay. I, <laughs> I. Do people still use DVD? Yeah, but they put them in the Blu-ray player. Oh, got it. Cool. <laughs> they. I, that's like the first time I ever saw this movie all the way through. So I think my watching it for this episode is the second time I've ever seen it all the way through. Oh wow! Okay. And there are some jokes that I really, really enjoyed, but there are two problematic things. There, like for a movie oh, that oh, came yeah. out when it did in scrolling. Nineteen eighty nine. Actually, now that I'm thinking about it, <laughs> I might end up being able to release this episode on the 30 year anniversary of this movie coming out. <gasps> yeah. And so I'm going You're to welcome. do that. The release date of this movie is February 17th, 1989. Two days after my birthday. Well, you uh, get we Mexican can food and then accidentally record a podcast for it. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I want to do for just my birthday. Tripped and fell into a podcasting group. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> but I completely lost my train of thought. I know I loved watching you do it. Yeah, it was really good. <laughs> You've it, seen the movie, and they say, "Oh, uh, there's the, two problematic there's things: a few bad words in there." Missy, yeah. and then the one time they yeah. said a bad word. Yeah. What and bad word did they say? They said they, they, they hug each other, and then they, and then they do the they say a gay slur. They do? Yeah. yeah. After they hug each other because they can't handle their toxic masculinity. One of them's wearing armor and one of them somehow isn't because he, he um, fell out of his armor because that makes total sense. Yeah. yeah, bro, I fell out of my armor. That's not how that works. Well, he rolled down the stairs. Look, I, I went to go get a salad during the princess part, so I might have yeah. missed the, <laughs> the gay slur. I, that's very upsetting. I'm how so sorry. How did you watch this movie if you <laughs> weren't able to pause a movie? I've seen this movie a bajillion times, so I was like, I don't know what happens during the princess part. Clearly you did not. Yeah. Clearly. Also, the princess is a, is a little bit weird. Like, uh, princess babes or whatever it is, and yeah. then, like, Griffith yeah. shows up and is like, I brought them for you. <laughs> and yeah. they were just they like, are for we you. to the mall, and one of them can't do a British accent at all, and she's my favorite one. <laughs> and she's just like... I learned what the mall is. I yes. think it's. I think they don't like kiss them or anything. They're just like we escaped and now we're here. Right. That's true. They never actually physically touch each other. No, they don't go um, to the prom with each other. They just escape and they're u- they're using it. And then they I'm become part of that. the band, yeah. which is empowering. And then in Bogus Journey, I feel like they do more explore the relationship and like the treatment of them and who they are as women fully. I don't remember. Okay, but I believe you because but the I evil don't robots try to like do bad things to them. Yes. Alrighty. Sounds so, like a great movie. And then, the, then in the third one, there's a dog that gets killed, and then in the, in the wild west, <laughs> and uh, Ted uh, runs after and kills a lot of people, right? And that's why death's there. I think that's right. Okay. Yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. So, laser. 
because this is the first time you've seen this movie and you saw it three hours ago. Yeah. What are the parts of this movie that you really enjoyed? We'll start with the parts you enjoyed, and then we'll start with the parts you didn't enjoy. Oh, I thought it was it was fine. Um, I don't know. I thought it was it was cute. It was weird to me that it was such like an opportunity to be a cameo factory, and I don't think I knew anybody other than Joan of Arc. And how do you know Joan of Arc? Because she's isn't she in the um, the band? Is, is she? Yeah, I think she is. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I know Joan of Arc. This was pointed out to me, and I know Joan of Arc. Do you know how I know Joan of Arc, Meredith? She is the singing telegram girl yeah. in Clue. <gasps> Clue. Oh, that's yeah, so yeah. Great. She's in. The, gosh darn it! I saw them at New Year's. I forget what their band name is, but uh, they're great. They do. We got the beat. What's the band called? We got the beat. We got, we got the beat. beat. She was very angry about politics. It was great. Oh, oh that's awesome. Um. Yep. Anyway. Did someone uh, just try to get in? A ghost. God damn it. Did, is someone outside? I do feel like it was just we a all sound. Heard that, it was right? a sound-based entrance into like the podcast. Like someone's gonna start. Well, talking. we're not recording this in my apartment this time. We're definitely recording it in a podcasting studio that I guess is haunted. Uh the go-go's. The go-go's. The go-go's. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, in answer to your question, what I liked about the movie was it was I don't know. It held up pretty well, I think. They had great outfits. Um, there were very low stakes. There were very – well, it was the entire future, but also, yes, very low stakes. Yeah. Um, and they they were pretty chill. It was great. It was a low-key, chill, fun time. Who was your favorite historical figure? Uh, ooh. Mm, I would say Joan of Arc, but her arc was a little Jennifer. unexciting. Have much of an arc. I wanted. Ironically. I wanted her to go make out with the aerobics lady, not take over for the aerobics lady. Mm. That was oh, a. Dis- I, I that would have been cool. I definitely th- saw that going a different way. Was my favorite probably probably so- Socrates as a cutie. Yeah, Socrates. Mm-hmm. Socrates. <laughs> Meredith, who's your favorite historical figure? I mean, it's it's Abe Lincoln. Man, he gives that speech at the end. I, I love him. Yeah, four score and seven minutes ago. I mean, I really guess it every time. <laughs> <laughs> and it was be excellent to each other. Party, party on, on. Right, right down the camera. <laughs> uh, That's great. And then the whole place goes wild. And he like does n- nothing up until that point except go, I'm a lawyer when they're at the um, police station. That is a great moment. But it, it's an incredibly well-attended oral report. Also, party. I, what is this history class? I don't know. <laughs> they covered Joan of Arc, Billy the Kid. Billy the Kid was the weirdest. Yeah. Uh, Napoleon. It's not an American history I think class. It's just showing that they are aware of history. Right. History I happens. I think it's the class that you take. It's like the super remedial history. Like you have to take a history class to graduate. So here are 20 different people. That is yeah. probably that's accurate. Probably, yeah. That's probably what it is. Yeah. Yeah. But it, the thing I think I like most about this movie is that somewhere in my child nerd fantasy, I was going to make this for, like, a school project. You know what I mean? Like, I was going to – this movie was a school project Uh, that someone made, and then mm. I would make a school project that they were like, let's distribute this internationally. You know what I mean? (laughs) My favorite uh, historical figure was uh, the buddy comedy between Billy the Kid and Socrates. Socrates. They're in love. Yes. And it's wonderful. Like, they're – and they just they just enjoy hanging out with each other. They with, throw the a ball, ball back and forth. It's the oh, best. It's They're so just cute. throwing yeah, a football back and forth. Cute. They try to pick up chicks at the mall, which is another problematic part because they're so old. Or so so, 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 so is, but like the, 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 
just leave. It's fine. But they're like into them yeah. until Freud messes it up because he's such a geek. They're wingmanning each other. <laughs> oh, man. And he's sit- Freud is standing there eating a corn dog. And then like he gets disappointed and the corn dog just starts drooping. Yeah. The corn dog was his peen. <laughs> what? I just thought it was funny because it was a corn dog. Oh, I have many things to teach you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready. <laughs> Oh, I also thought of something else while watching this within the first five minutes. Bill S. Preston Esquire. Don't you only get an Esquire on your name if you're a lawyer? Correct. Is he a lawyer? No. I think he's just an idiot. I also looked it up, and you can also get it if you're British gentry. Oh, he's probably British gentry. I thought about that He's none of those. He just thought it sounded cool and added it to his name. Or he went forward in time, got a law degree, went back in time, added it to his name. That's the next movie. Yeah. Um, The... The time travel in this movie holds up better than almost any time travel in any That's time travel say. movie. As it's it pretty much works. It totally works. I I am a, a real bitch about time travel, and like I can get through a movie with bad time travel as long as it's good enough. But like I will debate it with you. Bill and Ted, I think, is my go-to. Like this is the time travel I believe in. Yeah, they don't set up a lot of paradoxes or anything. No, it, it oh. works from Bill and Ted's perspective. It doesn't work for any of the historical figures. Why not? They'd have to bring them back right when they left. Which you can do. I mean, Rufus says you can't, but you totally can. But then, like, she adds aerobics to, like, the French. Oh, yeah, yeah, Whatever. Yeah. But, like, we don't know the specifics of what Joan of Arc did. I don't think it was aerobics. It could have been. You don't know. You don't That's know. True. I don't. You weren't the point. there, Sam. Again, also true. But also, Sam, especially if I'm Billy the Kid, I'm going to be like, I don't. I can just – can I just chill here? There's nothing yeah. there for me. Can I just hang out with my buddy Socrates? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're right. Him and Socrates are forever parted. Mm-hmm. It's really sad. It's the greatest tragedy. Or maybe not. Maybe that's why Billy the Kid like disappears from history because he runs off to be with Socrates. I mean I don't know how – What I don't know about the end of Billy the Kid. Do you know about the end of Billy oh, the no, Kid? Oh, no. I don't care. I'm, I assume oh, he was killed. Lisa, you could not seem less excited about this movie, and it's pretty rare. I'm sorry. I was my I, okay. It's so good. I, <laughs> I love I love young Keanu Reeves. Is very cool. Very cool. Yeah, I'd go back in time for that. If you know what I mean. <laughs> did, did you like that? Was that enough enthusiasm for you? I didn't need it. Okay. <laughs> uh, okay. So what? What did you not care for in this movie? Like, what's something for our remake that you would do differently? It just—it felt like the stakes were very were not because the guys are never—they never change emotionally, or they like very rarely do. It didn't like I'm going to military school, or like, and you never you know that nothing bad is going to happen. So, what are the you would like to see the future where they fail their history report? Is what you're saying? Well, it just I felt no, no, no. I just I kind of felt like something unexpected should happen. Like like they should get travel, and they probably do in the second one. Like there's some bad guy, right? Yes. If there's a bad guy in yes. it. There's not really a bad guy in this movie that has like equal power to them. The history I don't teacher. think there's a bad guy in this movie at all. No. History teacher. He's Who not, might kill him? And the not, cop dad. Yeah, the cop dad. I think is the biggest antagonist. Yeah, but he doesn't have cop dad. And the creepy dad oh. that has sex with his young wife in his son's room. My understanding is that it's consensual, but it's so weird and creepy and not okay. Oh well, yeah, it's but okay. it's in, yeah, no, it's not great. No. Yeah, it's uh, I don't know. I but uh, yeah. I like wanna, I said, we're taking that out. Where I would like just it was fine. It was just like okay, I get it's a popcorn but may, movie. Maybe I know too much. I knew too much about it already. 
Oh yeah. I mm. have to say the San Dimas High School football rules actually got me. I was okay. like, <laughs> I've heard that before. <laughs> I get it. That's funny. That was a good joke. I don't remember who I watched it with, but I remember as like that guy started giving the speech, I just kind of leaned over to my friend and was like, San Dimas High School rules. <laughs> <laughs> and then like we had to wait another 30 seconds before he actually got to it. And I was like, yeah. Um, I went to Raging Waters almost entirely because it's Waterloop. Oh, that's funny. And, uh, funny. Oh, because it, it must have been. So that funny. is Raging Waters, the actual water park that was yeah, filmed Yeah, like, it's supposedly based on it. I think it's where they filmed it. Um, and it's uh, one of the worst places I've ever been to. Oh, no. It really, really broke my, broke my <laughs> little villain Ted heart. I was just like, I, we went on no rides. We had to wait in line for three hours for food. Oh. Like, if I, if we, I don't know if you do, like, anti-ads on this program, mm-hmm. but if we could do an anti-ad for Raging Waters, it was the best worst day of my sure, life. Sure, let's cut to it now. <laughs> Raging Waters. For when you want to be hangry and in the sun. <laughs> Raging Waters. Conveniently located on the 105. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. We don't know. Napoleon where. will not be there. It's in San Dimas. All right. All right. <laughs> and now back to the show. Oh, man. I'm really glad we had that break, everybody. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, okay. So that's not unreasonable. Like, you kind of wanted to see the stakes of everything more. I mean, it's a classic 80s, 90s movie of like, we're having an adventure. Yeah. I also, I just personally really hate men who play guitar. So, oh. I think that, that may have, that may have been it. Yeah. I hate to break this to you, but there's a lot of those. No, dudes. I realize that. No, I do. All men who play guitar? No, no, not my dad, but every other one of them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you cleared that up. Yeah. <laughs> And in their defense, they're really bad. They're at it. really bad at it. Yeah, right. I don't know. I don't know. They just, they just, as as heroes, I'm not pulling for them. I think is my problem. What instrument would you like them to play? Oh, ooh, recorder and pan flute. <laughs> not gonna lie, I would totally be for that. What can, can you the imagine? Princesses like, play guitar. That's fine. The no, the princess <laughs> plays bass and the other princess plays drums. No, she no, plays one of them plays keyboard. Meredith, I no, but in the second movie, I thought she played. Oh, did she oh, upgrade? I don't know. Maybe she, still, played, she probably Spoilers? still plays keyboard. Okay. She probably Spoilers. still plays keyboard. We basically spoiled that whole movie for oh you. My gosh. Also, the drummer princess isn't so bad in this. She's the only one who's like actually keeping rhythm in the back. Yeah, I yeah. watched her. Yeah. Well, the sound works. <laughs> I don't know that it's actual. No, she was like, oh, is she doing a good job? Yeah. It wasn't much for rhythm, but it was. I, I wish you well could you, watch. How well do you think those hand motions are translating to the audio medium? I really undo it. I did it just for laser, and yeah. I don't need this audience. <laughs> <laughs> they can keep their lack of visual understanding. Don't listen to her. Uh, You're everything to me. <laughs> You're all you I are, have. You are everything. It's like. I have wanted nineties. I guess this movie's from the eighties. That's really upsetting. Yeah, eighty nine. Yeah, that throws off my whole thing. It's from the eighties as much as I'm from the eighties. Mm-hmm. Mm, me too. Except that it age. was completely formed in every way in the 80s, and you were <laughs> barely alive. It developed mm. its cult following in the 90s? Okay. I as don't did know. You? I can't tell. <laughs> yes. I haven't you seen the weird videos of Sam as a baby? <laughs> oh my God, I'm so mean. And those, Sam, and those people who are cult. always standing like kitty corner to wherever I am at all times and every day, and they're in robes? Right. You follow them around, though. To yeah, be fair. You you're stalking them. the weird cults. They're not. <laughs> they stalking. just seem so cool. Why don't I get robes? <sighs> you can buy robes almost anywhere. What? Hmm. <laughs> I think the thing that would make me like the movie more is if the men 
I know they're supposed to be dumb, but I don't understand why everybody gives them so much slack. Because they're <laughs> slackers. Yeah. Well, the interesting thing to me is that I thought Bill seemed pretty smart. Like, Bill kind of got a grasp of the situation yeah. pretty yeah. quickly. Yeah. And, like, the whole time travel back in time set things up and then meet back here yeah. was totally his idea and it worked. Yeah. And then he just enjoys hanging out with his buddy Ted and Ted's dumb. So he's like, all right, yeah, we'll be dumb. But I Ted's, like hanging Ted's out with the he- heart. And Ted's the one that keeps going, maybe we should learn how to play instruments, Bill. That's true. You know? It's true. They each have their moment. Yeah, I think maybe just a little bit more differentiation. So one of them could be like the smart dumb Well, one guy. of them's blonde. And then one I mean, of them has like, brown hair. It's Keanu Reeves, yeah. Ooh, one of them's Keanu Reeves. Yeah. Yeah. He's going to be in Point Break. And <laughs> play the same character, but slightly smarter. Yeah. Him. I'm I, into it. I really want to say my casting, and it's so hard for me to, like, have a conversation about this uh, but movie. But I want to have, like, kind of the concept for the movie, because I don't necessarily want to just, like, do the movie again. No. So, like, if we were remaking the movie right now, when would you set it? Because we can't necessarily set it in the 80s again. We'd be setting it now. We right? have to set it now. And are they traveling around in a phone booth? No, they can't be. So what's a – I mean, the only thing that's Hot equivalent spot. to a – the only thing that's <laughs> Did we do that for The Matrix? Yes, we did. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing, I was going to say the only thing that's equivalent to a phone booth now is a podcasting booth. Oh, I hate oh. that. <laughs> um, well – I have a pitch that instead of terrible guitar players, yeah. they're like uh, a wannabe rapper and a wannabe producer. Yeah, so it could that be makes like, sense. Oh. So it's like Pitch Perfect. Pitch Perfect it, too. Does that happen in Pitch Perfect? Oh, is no, it? Pitch Perfect 1 as well. Yeah, she's a producer. Oh, yeah. she's a producer. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but time traveling. It's Pitch Perfect. But the time first traveling. one's great. I'm here for it. Yeah. The first one's fine. Third one's good. No. It's really good. The second one's amazing. It's the best movie ever made. What? The second one? Yeah. Are you sure? It's got yeah. John Hodgman in it. I mean, I'm the Grim Reaper. They, have to, they have to just play board games. With him. John Hodgman's in the second Pitch Perfect? Yeah. Who's he in the second Pitch Perfect? He's in the underground acapella battle. Oh, oh yeah, he yeah. is. That was funny. Oh, I love it. I mean, the riff-offs are the best thing the in riff-offs of those The riff-offs are the movies. best thing. And then they ruin it in the third one. Uh, shout out to my dad, Neil Hackman, who loves the riff-offs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the third movie is a lot, but I also love that. I'll I'd be willing it. to. I haven't full disclosure. I haven't seen it, but I'd be Third willing to watch it at a movie. Listen, night. if they make Pitch Perfect four and it has Keanu Reeves in it, then we can do <gasps> this up one of these. We will do that. But okay, so what are they going to do instead of a phone booth? Because we don't have that. It can be. Um, the anything. best thing I can think of would be like one of those picture booths. Oh, I love that a photo cute. booth. Yeah. And then that way they just like have a bunch of these little pictures that they're like, oh, it's like it's someone printed and... out your Instagram. Yeah, that's cute. Yeah. All right. Cool. We'll You're do brilliant. That. You're smart. I am. That's Thank the you. only thing you get. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Now all of our stuff. Yeah, yeah. Well, but, oh, wait. Okay. So, but, but the if internet. we're setting it now, mm. the internet. The like, internet. How do they just like, like, can't. Why don't they know about history if we have the internet? That's what I was thinking. Well, about. why can't they anything. do research for it if we have the internet? I would say, like, right. you can't, like, the teacher, if he's going to be the antagonist, has to say, you can't use web sources. You have to either interview people or do, like, actual actual sources as opposed to go to this website or they can keep using untrustworthy like sources yeah like they just don't know how to use um what, what are the hip search sites nowadays google mm. <laughs> that one <laughs> <laughs> yeah no i yeah 
I think that's pretty easy to dismiss. You have to, I mean, you have to stand up and give a report, so you actually have to have information. Right. Yeah. Right. If, if we were to add an additional historical figure, who would you add? Okay. So that was the thing I texted you about earlier. Yeah. I think that we should change a lot of these effing historical figures because yeah. this is some white male history we have going on. Yeah, it's not good. And, like, I know that changes a lot of casting situations, but if we're really redoing this, then why are we only telling white male historical stories? And Joan of Arc. And Genghis Khan in a super non-racist way. Dude, yeah. Genghis Khan is more problematic than the white men. Yeah. <laughs> That's the thing. Like the one I would take out is Genghis Khan and we can't because he's the only ethnic person. Well, you person. could just add – I mean you could you could have like Rosa Parks. You could have – Absolutely. Like, I did extensive studies on historical figures. And <clears throat> I'm excited for that because you're – uh, is that double-sided? It is double-sided. Oh, my God. Oh, wow. I'm going to leave. In one of your other episodes, you said someone else was the most prepared guest you ever had, and I got really upset. So I thought I'd make a double-sided <laughs> I'm sorry, Nick. Meredith's calling you out. Yeah. Come to the yard. I'm going to get you with my double-sided sheet. He had, a, he had a binder full of paper. He had a binder? Yeah. You should have specified that, and I would have come with a binder. Two binders. <laughs> He's still more prepared than you. I'm sorry. Am I the least prepared guest? No. Okay. <laughs> because you watched the movie. All right. Oh, all right. Okay. I, I've had people literally show up and go, all right, so we're talking about this thing. I saw it a few years ago. Cool. Okay. This is going to be a good episode. Yeah, calling you out past guests. All right, tell us about your oh, historical figures. Should I figures. pitch all of my historical I, figures? Yes. Not yet. Okay. Yes. We'll get there. Yes. I'll pitch them as <laughs> I want to talk about do it now. how we're doing but the I wrote, movie. But I wrote them in relationship to their white male counterparts. Is that fair? I'm excited about it. Great. It's we'll do it great. then. I love uh, – my favorite <laughs> I, part of this podcast is waiting. Genghis Khan. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, we fell into a dynamic again. <laughs> I was waiting for the dynamic. I just want a burrito. I know. I want Mexican food so bad. <laughs> Look, we're all going to go get uh, – I'm going to get an enchilada. It's going to be amazing. We're going to make your guests so hungry. <laughs> Burritos. Get yours they're, at they're Raging li- Waters. listening. listeners, not guests. But, 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 so, like, we'll so we do, should set this movie now, and I do think we should get a more diverse historical uh, – like I didn't even think about that. The one thing I did during my casting was I was like – I. For Napoleon, I need someone who's actually French. Oh my mm. god, yeah. Like because I agree with you, it it is absolutely an opportunity to do like some star studying. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, stars. Breed, breed a bunch of tiny little stars. Yeah, uh, but yeah, and then we all, all right, agree fine. On let's everything. just let's just do casting because we basically uh, I ideally we like kind of the core idea of the plot. The one thing that was weird for me is that like Rufus, like it's basically like Bill, Ted, and Rufus that they're on all the DVD mm. covers, and Rufus isn't like three scenes. He's like barely he's in it. He's barely in this movie. And I love George Carlin. He's in more of the second one. But like, is he in more of the second one? He's not. I really don't in think the... so. I Okay. I love George Carlin. Is he but... just stunt casting and they couldn't get him for more than like a day? <laughs> well, that's the thing. I feel like George Carlin's become become more famous now than he was then because he was still like an amazing well-known stand-up comedian. Yeah. Was right? this during Shining Time Station? Wasn't Ooh. he in that? Was, that was Ringo Starr. No, it was Ringo Starr after or before George Carlin. Oh, was, was it he in what? Shining Time Station. I don't know what that it's is. It's a wonderful, informative children's show. Yeah. Is this one with the, like, the wall of puppets? No. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> Doesn't matter. <laughs> we're not going to look it up. No, we're not. <laughs> we're definitely not. Um, uh, but, but George Carlin. Yeah, so I thought that he probably showed up and was like, this is a history movie for kids. I will do three scenes. Like, I'm yeah. all for it. Yeah, I mean, how much dogma is he? I wanted in? his one scene to be. Is he in dogma? Yeah, 
Yeah, he's the uh, pope or whatever. Not a pope. I don't oh, know. That's right. I don't know yeah. Christian yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Archbishop? Bishop? Yeah, no. He, he wasn't enough of that movie. Great. He, he, that movie's so great. I love Dogma. Oh, it's a great movie. I really like that movie. Uh, um, but I wanted George Carlin's sunglasses to be a little bit cooler. I was oh. interrupted saying that sentence. Great note. Thank great you. Note. Good, good hot, note. Hot good take. Note. Hot take. Yeah. Echo. Echo. A S A R. I have a bit of that. Me too. Mm? Watch it all the time. I don't. Mm. At all. Have you ever watched someone cut sand? Oh, I, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, that boy. is no joke. Not interested at all. <laughs> we'll add that to this movie. Great. Okay. All right. So uh, George Carlin cuts sand and – but I don't necessarily think he needs to be more of the movie. I just thought it was funny and worth note. Yeah. Uh, but but to remake it now, like same basic idea, mm-hmm. but a more diverse pull, less sexist and uh, Yeah. I feel like there's jokes. opportunities to have the parents be less like flat – or flat in a more interesting way. Like, well, here's the thing. I, I, yeah. I didn't recast the parents. I don't care about the parents. I don't well, think yeah, they're relevant. Well, yeah, I think you should make them interesting, though, because they're the only conflict in the film. That's true. So that so I was thinking, like, I love the film Juno because her parents don't really matter in mm. it, but they are hilarious whenever Alice they're there. That is absolutely true. Yeah, so I think Alice and Janney should be in this film. Nice. Sold. What if she was like the cop? What if she and then I'm okay with that. Yeah, I'm before, writing that down. And now. she's like genuinely Ow. concerned about her kid, but she's like, "Well, we have to do something about this." And yeah, then, yeah, I think it makes sense. Yeah, because I feel like cool. these days it's not realistic stakes to be like military school. I feel like after that movie with Hillary Duff, it's like we get it. Cadet the, Kelly. Yeah. I mean, you learn to clap on your body, but in rhythm, and then you take down like you show Christy Carlson Romano what's up. And it's like a whole thing. All of us have seen Cadet Kelly more than once. Clear as day on our faces. <laughs> um, what is it? What's, what's the song? I uh, don't know. Super something about Supergirl. So casting, huh? <laughs> I forgot to put Hillary Duff in this movie. Hold on, I need to start over. <laughs> Let's fix this. All right, so Christy let- Carlson Romano as ever. Christy Carlson Romano. <laughs> she was in Beauty and the Beast, and then she disappeared. She was. I mean, she was Kim Possible for a really long time. That's true. That was a great show. And then I think they're making a live action movie of Impossible. Yeah, my uh, friend wrote it. Yeah, yeah, it's Good coming out really? February thirteenth. Something up. Yeah. Wow, this it looks soon. great. Congratulations! So to we your can friends. all go to a giant party and watch Impossible because congratulations to me. Yeah, congratulations to you for having a friend. Yeah, thank you, thank it's you. A, it's a big moment, and I wish honestly, it for you. we're so proud of you for getting to this point. Thank you. They let me eat burritos without having to do a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I got nothing. <laughs> I'm happy to be here. I'm happy to see you in the film. <laughs> film definitely definitely a film. Yes. Right. to be fair this wasn't the only movie that i pitched i picked pitched friggin casablanca and you guys were like old movies bore me that's true though like, I, I had more fun watching bill and ted that i would have had watching rebel without a cause you guys should see rebel without a cause i probably saw it once oh my lord he rides a motorcycle it's sad yeah i don't know like that was real life <laughs> isn't it in the movie too oh he rides a car and it's sad in the movie oh mm-hmm. yeah yeah uh. Different. Something along the lines of "You'll never understand me, Dad." You're tearing me apart. <laughs> I'm acting it out so good. You're, you really are kind of amazing. Yeah, you're the Tommy Wiseau of this podcast. <laughs> oh my God, dreams do come true. All right, fine. Let's talk about casting. All right, great. Rufus uh, first. Yeah, let's talk about Rufus first. Emma Thompson. <gasps> I have her for someone else. Oh, that's interesting her. choice. Uh, Janelle Monae. Yeah, of course. And I have Sam Rockwell. Mm. Oh, interesting. 
I think all of us are brilliant. I mean, yeah, we're all I like, I like all. We're of all right. Yeah. So I'll make my pitch. We'll go for with mine. Sam Rockwell. What? No. <laughs> here's, here's my pitch. Janelle right. Monae, Please. already music. Yes. Already basically like from the future. Like she's what mm-hmm. I imagine people yeah. from the future are. Right? Uh-huh. We yeah. all agree. And she's like a perfect um, everything. Good. Yeah. I love it. I like her. I mean, she would be like ob- the super obvious choice for like the future person who mm. like sits on the chair and wears the sunglasses mm. and is like yeah. floating. Yeah. I don't know. Like I guess what does is, what is Rufus do? He like fanboys out. A little bit, yeah. And then he's, he's stoic. He, yeah, he doesn't give them a lot of information. He Gandalfs them. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I, I think she's, she's but he because he yeah. lives in this peaceful society. Mm-hmm. Like this is his mission. This is yeah. his like Mormon mission that he's going to go back in time and bring their saviors to justice. It sort of is. It's beautiful. Yeah. I mean, I picked Sam Rockwell because he he can be really excited about not doing very much. Yeah, he's he like, can yeah, do. It's going to be great. Yeah, I feel like a goofy, like a little bit of goofiness with with Rufus would be fun. Yeah. yeah. Although I guess there is a lot of goofiness in this film. We can hold yes. our thoughts until we move on to that. Well, I think... No, it's my podcast well, well, now. I'll decide the order. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Thank you so much for joining me, by the way, Meredith. Now, what <laughs> Wait, is you... it your podcast? Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, I just thought we were each taking so it. So then let me ask you this. So we've got our kind of like core three of Rufus, Bill, and Ted. Yeah. How many of them did you gender flip? Uh, to only Rufus. Yeah, I uh, flipped Bill. I flipped Bill too. I'd flip Bill. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm saying cut off shirt. I don't oh hate that. I love it. Has a little, little slit in it too. Yeah. Mm. Um, that's do, that's. Do great. you want to? Should we let you have this moment? Mm, you okay? Mm. All right. Who did you have as Bill and Ted? Um. So my Bill is Willow Shields. Who's Describe. That? What? Describe. Uh. She is prim in the Hunger Games, and now she's, like, gearing up for, like, two different movies. She's gearing up for a horror movie and a roller derby movie. And okay. when I was looking up this actress, uh, her picture was, like, like punk clothing decked out, like, leather jacket. And I was like, that's that's rocker enough for, uh, for a Bill and Ted movie. I'm on board for that. Yeah. Sure. Cool. Who'd you have for Bill? Um, I had Anna Kendrick because I couldn't think of a young person. Pitch perfect. Yeah. Time machine. Yeah, but she could be young. She's tiny. I picked, <laughs> I picked someone who was a man, but super Boo. young. Maybe even like too young. No, let's hear it. Uh, Julian Dennison. We don't know who that is. Uh, he was just in Deadpool as Deadpool 2. He's the New Zealand kid. Oh. Who was in, uh, oh, yeah, he would be people. great. He would be amazing. He'd be freaking great, Yeah, right? that's, that's it. You I'd be a it. lot more likely to make him Ted. He could also be Ted, but I picked a great Ted. Okay, fine. Well, I mean, but Bill, Bill is kind of the stupid one, right? No, no, Ted's the stupid Ted's one. Ted's the stupid one, but I feel like Bill is the um, is the more aggro one, the one who's more in charge yeah. and like a little spazzier. Mm-hmm. Ted, mm-hmm. I did um, Marcus Scribner, who's Junior from Blackish. No, Mm-mm, can't help you. Oh, he's so funny. <laughs> That's fair. Um, I said Cole Sprouse. We love Cold oh, We do. Why am I always horny on this podcast? Because <laughs> we only do Keanu Reeves movies? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, didn't even think about that, but we totally do. I referenced that earlier. I know, I but my brain didn't joke. connect to it. Yeah. You did? And I was like, oh, yeah, and then The Matrix. But I didn't process that that was like... Cole Sprouse is Jughead from Archie. We uh, talked about him last oh, time. Oh, that's right. And he you was, do love Cole Sprouse. I mean, and he's got the hair. He... <sighs> Is too artsy for his own good, and I want him to be stupid in a movie. <laughs> mm. My Ted is uh, Nick Robinson, 
who is Simon and loves Simon. Okay. Okay. Mm. You're just picking people because they're young. Those aren't funny people, are they? I'm also picking people because they can look like Wait, they're in high school. Wait, is your person funny? Cole Sprouse? Yeah, is Cole I mean, Sprouse he funny? was in a, a Disney Channel show. Yeah, but... My guy is on one of the hit sitcoms currently no airing. Yeah. Neat. I I I really <laughs> liked your idea, the Deadpool kid. I'm, Thank you. I'm here for that. And yeah. then my backup for Bill, who I guess I can flip to Ted, was Tom Holland. Yeah, I'm there for that. Yeah. Cool. You don't like Tom Holland? I love Tom Holland. Don't he get would me wrong. be amazing. Because yeah. he's funny. He yeah, he is. He is very funny. If it were me, what's the name of the Deadpool kid? Julian uh, Dennison. I would do Willow Shields as Bill and Julian Dennison as Ted. Okay. Can she, in. as long as she's gay, that's fine. Cool with that. I don't know. Okay. And then she makes out with Joan of Arc. And then they. I'm comfortable with that too. Okay, great. I got great. no problems with any of this. Mm, no, not my Joan of Arc, but it's fine. That's okay. Yeah. Well, well I know that sounded weird and like offensive. <laughs> Not my Joan of Arc. But I mean, my Joan of Arc is very young. So oh, that okay. was why. Joan of Arc like 16. Yeah. High school age. Perfect age to be making out with these other high schoolers. Well, it depends when you grab her from history. Yeah. Y'all. It's a time machine, Sam. Oh, my God. Can I just say who mine is? Julian. Yeah. There. Julian, last name again? Dennison. Yes. Thank say you. who yours is. You have to say it in a New Zealand accent. I'm not going to. There's a British person in the room. That is a You'll different country. Me. That is a very I'm different I'm not going to do country. a good job. I'll, 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 Sorry. I'll, New Zealand I'll, and Britain, the same thing? Yeah? No? Oh, he says no. My oh, only concept for a New Zealand accent is from all the times I watched. Uh, yes. A great Flight of the Concords. Thank you, Flight of the Concords. Um, so should we talk about Joan of Arc people? Well, okay. We, okay. we haven't landed on Rufus yet. Right. We like, we like all of these people, but... Uh, you, know, you can keep talking. Mm. We like all these people. So we had Sam Rockwell. We had Janelle Monet. We had... Uh, so, oh, Emma, Ed, Thompson. Emma Thompson. Emma Thompson. Who fits Deadpool Kid and Hunger Games Kid? Mm, Who I, could I, guide I, them? Um... I mean, just take your Sam Rockwell. Yeah, yeah, get, get, yeah. I think he would be great. All right. I think it's a good. It's about time for him to to teach the children. Yeah, it's about, about time for Sam Rockwell to get a break. You know? <laughs> I could also see. I could also see him fanboying out. Yeah, he would be hard. very. He could. He could do like the stoic, and then and we like, know ah. he can dance. That's true. We all do personally. Can mm-hmm. dance like Janelle Monae though. Well, maybe he can. Maybe, but Janelle Monae. I, I want her that. to be the the definitely floaty def- people. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Great. I mean, I, all of them. I, I think She's we can. Be all. I think we can all agree that Janelle Monae is in charge. <laughs> yeah, cool. Like, she yeah. runs a society. Absolutely. I have black up, black up, backup floaty leader dudes. Okay, great. We'll get there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you want to do floaty leader dudes now, or do you want yeah, to actually it. get into our historical figures? Um, well, if Janelle Monae is the main one. Then I put uh, Yoko Ono and Jennifer Lopez. Yes. The backup ones. Yes, 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 oh, yes. Because no. they're all musical, but like different kinds of music. And they like, all come together. Do I not want to put Yoko Ono anywhere near anything. Why? <laughs> Why don't you like Yoko Ono? Um, I, the, the need for attention is so high. Okay. You're right. None of us have a need for attention. Yeah. Why are you looking at anyone other than me? <laughs> I was uh, looking directly at you. Just, I didn't yeah, even look at laser never a little stop bit. looking at me. <laughs> I need this. Um, I I love that. Or just the just the same people from um, Wrinkle in Time. It's just Reese Witherspoon and Mindy Kaling. <laughs> I'm okay with that. <laughs> well, That's funny. No, but Oprah gets Oprah, replaced. Yeah. Mm. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, Meredith, you said you that you have brought in some different historical figures. Yes. Do you want to talk to us a little bit about uh, what you've got? Sure. Instead of Billy the Kid, I was thinking um, 
Bass Reeves. I could be messing up pronunciations. Who, Bass Roves. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like uh, he was in an episode of I think uh, Timeless or uh, Legends of Tomorrow. I watch a lot of time travel shows. Oh, I love uh, um, Legends but, of Tomorrow. Is so good. <laughs> it's so good. But basically, he's the person that they expect the Lone Ranger to be based on. Oh. But he's black. And um, and it, he's been whitewashed throughout history, um, but he was this marshal in the Old West who had, like, the most arrests and really friggin' believed in law and order and, like, That's cool. helped shape the Old West. Um, I like that idea, except that I cast Billy the Kid as John Cena, and that's all I want. <laughs> <laughs> that that really be, uh, John Cena can be Socrates. Ooh. <laughs> but um, weirdly enough, that kind of fits with my casting of Billy the Kid. Hit me. Uh, Michelle Wolf. Because <laughs> uh, here's the about the Old West. There aren't really good records of the Old West, mm-hmm. and it was an opportunity for anyone to be anything. Like, yeah. there are a lot of – there were a lot of black cowboys, and that was a historical fact, but it's and never – And Native American cowboys. And, ne- and Native American cowboys. And that's never – it's never portrayed that way in cinema because it was a bunch of white people uh, making cin- – cinema. It's never portrayed that way in cinema because it's a bunch of white people making movies for white people, they thought. Right. And so I am 100% on board. Like we are right now. Ooh, yeah. Ooh, we're all white. Shoot. But anyway, Michelle Michelle Wolf. But, but, and so I thought Michelle Wolf because comedy and I think it's like the, the unexpected person and I just thought that. Yeah, but I think if we do that, we can pick a female cow lady. I'm not – I, I was saying – I'm perfectly happy making her – uh, Bass Reeves and just saying, yeah, no, I'm Bass Reeves. Yeah. History then you're whitewashing a historically black figure. And Isn't Michelle Wolf? I thought she was mixed race. Am I wrong? I'm looking this up. This is so much fun. <laughs> I don't care. Uh, I just want John Cena to kiss an old man. I love. like this pause very much. Well, my person for Bass Reeves was Jesse L. Martin because I watched Rent Live last night. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and you mean you watched a rehearsal for Rent Live last mm-hmm. night? Yeah, but then today I watched the real Rent Live also. <laughs> Wait, they did it again? No, they well, they did it and he did it in a wheelchair. And then people were like, why didn't you show the wheelchair? You're like ableist. And then I was like, but they didn't rehearse with a wheelchair. But then I was like, it would be really cool if Roger was actually rehearsed in a wheelchair. Yeah. I would watch that. So they released the people rec- or um fox recorded the day of performance cuz they ended up doing like an impromptu like um whatever oh cuz they they showed pretty much only the re- the rehearsal huh yeah no that's too bad but it was live when they did it uh well they did it twice right they, yeah. the first time like cuz uh, what happened was uh at one of the dress rehearsals one of the actors yeah no, no. Yeah, yeah yeah and so they aired we all know what happened on Ren live Listen, it was on Twitter trending topics. I knew what it was. Yeah. It's the only thing I know about. Okay. Well, Michelle Wolf's ethnicity aside. The internet says she's biracial. But I don't know. I don't care. Okay. (laughs) Sure. I just want her in this movie because I remember who she is. Great. Cool. (laughs) (laughs) Um, She could be anyone you want to be. She can be anyone you want to be. Can we move on? Yeah, yes. we can just say cow, cowboy person yeah, yeah, yeah. is Michelle Wolf. That's fine. Right, with me. Whatever. You've gotten so many people in this already. But Again, whatever. it's not a competition. It always is. I'm sorry. Yes, it is. Yes, I'm it winning. Is. Uh, so let's talk about uh, Socrates. 
uh, Stellan Skarsgård. One of the things that I tried to do uh, with all of these different people, um, I was talking to Meredith a little bit about this earlier, is that I was like really specific. I was like, if it's Socrates, I'm casting a Greek person. Okay. Like I, that was the research I did for each well, of them. Well, then you're going to win because you did that research and then just made the decision. Like, I didn't that's make how a decision because that's, that's what I was trying to do. Mm-hmm. But if there's someone better, again, I, I don't care. I think it should be still Skarsgård. I changed all of the historical characters, which is why you should have accepted my earlier text. Yeah, because, like that you told us two hours ahead of time and we would have had no time to prepare for. I'm sorry. You prepared for this more than two hours ago? <laughs> I was prepared for this on Friday. Okay. I changed Socrates to Buddha. Oh, yeah. Ooh. And I That's really good. cast uh, Parvish China, who's Sunil on Crazy Ex-Girlfriend, the law friend of Paula's. Oh, that's really oh, clever. Oh, that's cute. Yeah, yeah I like and that. I like that. And he's so funny. I just need somebody to acknowledge that Stellan Skarsgård is delightful. Stellan oh, Skarsgård yes. Is delightful. Stellan Skarsgård is great. Also, John Cena, we said, was going to be Socrates. Yeah. So. Uh, my Socrates was Elias uh, Kotias, but I'd rather make it Buddha and um, whoever the actor is you just said. Parvish China. I could be really destroying names. I feel terrible. Good. I always feel terrible for my thing. Well, I, like I mean, that. you're hungry. I'm so <laughs> We're going to get food. It's going to be great. You're going to earn it. Won't that mm. feel better mm-hmm. in your tummy? Uh, let's talk about Napoleon. My Colin Napoleon. Firth. What? Mm. That's insane and wrong. What? And no. That, yes. you, I veto that with 100% of my heart. Colin like, Firth. I love Colin Firth. He is not anyone's Napoleon yeah. on any no. planet. He has none of the things that Napoleon has on any planet. <laughs> it could not be a more wrong answer. Like, if this was a quiz, you, you failed the quiz. You have seen his physical acting prowess in Bridget Jones's Baby. Haven't I? <laughs> <laughs> you were doubting Meredith has seen Bridget Jones's Baby? Yeah, that was an insane gambit. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I uh, cast a French actor and comedian... Bruno Salomon. You have never seen him in anything. I have not. This <laughs> is what he looks like. He's also short. Oh, he's cute. I cast. I did two choices. Oh. Um, I did a French choice, which is Gad Elmela, who is who was on Comedians in Cars Getting Coffee. He's very cute. Um, but he's basically like French uh, Jerry Seinfeld. Okay. He's a French stand-up. Oh. There was a This American Life on that guy. Oh. He's very funny. But my real choice is Danny Jollis, who is also on Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. I might have just watched Crazy Ex-Girlfriend, like, right before watching this movie. But he's very short and very oh, funny. Oh, yeah. He plays George. Yeah. And he's, like, he's also, like, a live performer. Yeah, he would be great. He yeah. looks like Napoleon, and he's a wacky comedian. Yeah. That's All a right. good choice. I'm cool with that. Great. I was going to say wait. David Mitchell would be my other choice. Ooh, I like I that love choice David Mitchell. too. Mm-hmm. Can, David. I, can I get one in? I mean, that's yeah. a real choice as opposed to Colin Firth. Listen, I'm... I would. I just want to see him go down a water slide. Is that so wrong? Look, that's a different movie, girl. <laughs> <laughs> I'm making a documentary called Colin Firth Goes on a Water Slide. <laughs> and everyone's coming. Um, how are you mm-hmm. spelling that? Mm-hmm. You know how. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Uh, D- David Mitchell is Napoleon. Your corn dog is all the way up. Hell I'm yeah! Saying. Okay, I'm gonna just stop paying attention now. <laughs> uh, so my fr- uh, Freud Freud mm-hmm. is I needed an Austrian actor. So who do you think I picked? Christoph Waltz. Yeah, yeah, that's who I picked. Too. Yeah, good. I changed Sigmund Freud to either Helen Keller or Virginia Woolf. Oh fuck yeah! And so Virginia Woolf. Um, oh, I didn't do Emma Thompson. I said uh, Tony Collette. For Virginia Woolf. 
And for Helen Keller, I said Marley Matlin because she's a famous uh, deaf actress. But Helen Keller, I feel like, has a bad rap. Like, she's gotten all of these, like, stories about her, but none of them are about who she really is. And I would love her yeah. to be represented about her actual impact on history. Is which there is a as, movie about who she really is? The Miracle Worker? That's only know. about the first, like... 15 years of her life the actual reason she's important is because she's an activist she fought for women she fought for civil rights for people of all races and she was kind of like a renowned communist which is why she's been erased from history except for the first 15 years of her life i love the idea of putting in helen keller i just worry that like you're just setting up so many opportunities for insensitive jokes totally except and then if, you would just not do them but yeah but if we do it smart like if you have someone who's signing the whole time then you you're creating a whole other opportunity for comedy. You don't That's need to true. lean into terrible yeah. Helen Keller jokes. Like you can represent people with who are differently abled and make it funny without. You well, know. here's my pitch for what we can do. Because here's something here. I, this would make the movie a little bit longer, but here's what I think would be an interesting choice. I think that they because they just go back, take a person, and then leave, and they don't. There's no deciding factor of well. Let's meet Abraham Lincoln. Should, should he be in our report? Mm, nah. Right. Yeah. Because I honestly think that Freud is there to make that that one joke. Eh, minor Oedipal complex. Right. Freud doesn't really contribute anything. And I think it'd be really funny if you go out of your way, cast Christoph Waltz. Yeah. And then like they go, it's like, oh, you're Freud. Man, you're boring. And, <laughs> re- and most of your work has been discredited. Yeah. Let's go somewhere else. And, like, he's just in it for, like, 30 seconds to a minute and that's it. Or you bring Helen Keller back and she reads about what's happening in our country on the internet and is, like, communism. And then she becomes, like, a Bernie bro or something. Oh, no. Helen. Oh, Helen, no. (laughs) But that's what I was going to say. Like, they can go and, like, see some of these people and go in favor of Helen Keller because I'm – So we can have both is what you're saying. I'm saying some of these people we can have both. Some of your people I'm going to ignore because you're wrong. But in I'm the not case, Colin Firth wrong though, right? That's true. Great. That that was a huge I have him misstep. as my Abraham Lincoln too. Is that no? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I do think we should have Christo- uh, Christoph Waltz as uh, Freud, and then Helen Keller is who do you have? Marley Matlin. What is she in? Yeah, she's she won the Oscar. She's like the only. I don't know, maybe I shouldn't say her name, but I think she's the only was deaf she... actress to win an Oscar. Oh, cool. She's oh. like the go-to. Good for what her. What is she in, I guess, is my question. What's she was on the West Wing. For? Okay, that's what I thought. Yeah. Okay. I great. also would like to point out, if anyone can hear this in the background, um, if you are hearing stuff in the background, it's because people are confusing being loud with being funny. I never do that. Um, so I'm, ta- I'm confusing being tired with being funny. Is let's that working? Let's talk yeah, about angry. Genghis angry Khan. Let's not put Genghis Khan in the movie. I don't think we should put Genghis Khan in the movie. Neither. I did recast it, but... Honestly, the actor that they had playing Genghis Khan is a great actor. He's been in a bunch of different things. Who and is he's, he? He's uh, the dude from – he was <laughs> – he basically – isn't he the guy who um, – he's, he's the dude from oh, – I God. don't think you know who he is. It, uh, Big Trouble in Little China. He's the dude with the long hair and the mustache who's like the leader of the enforcers and then he's in the raid. Okay. I've never seen those things. He's an amazing martial artist and he's really oh, very cool. good. He's been in a bunch of different things and he's – I don't know his name off the top of my head. Look him up. But he's great. Mm. But then, of course, he's playing a caricature. Right. And yeah. it's gross and Do we have Donnie Yen just playing Donnie Yen? Is that an option? I don't no. think. No? I don't know how historical <laughs> that would be. Um, the, the actor that I had is um, – I'm going to butcher this name. 
Baljinyamin Amar Saikon. Great. Amar Saikon. From? He's a Mongolian actor, so he's literally from Also, Mongolia. I looked up Mongolian actor. Did you really? <laughs> yeah, but then I was like, I... I... But we should cut Genghis Khan. I just wanted well, to give a Mongolian actor Here's their, my alternate. Because I was like, well, I do want, like... I want Randall Park in this movie. <laughs> Fair. Um, and so I was I like, think, well, he would be a Randall great, Park? He, mm-hmm. he would be a great uh, Rufus. He would be a great Ugh. Ted. He would be a great everything. <laughs> I love like Randall Park. But I was thinking because he always he's he always has to play Asian characters that aren't representative of himself. Yeah. And so I found this is the only historical character that is kind of random. Um, Young Oak Kim who was a U.S. Army officer. He's a Korean-American historical figure who is basically like – I don't know if he's what the character in Mission Impossible is based on, but he's basically that character in Mission oh, Impossible. Cool. He's won 19 different Medals of Honor. Um, he just like kept going out and running missions that seemed impossible uh-huh. and then coming back and surviving. And I just what, thought it would be what, really in cool. What world, sorry, in what World. In three different wars, um, Korean, World War II, and well, um, that would be, I mean, the, like recent history. Right. Recent history. War. Yeah. I, like, uh, I like think that's World great. War II. But I just thought it would be so cool to see people. Randall Park just like propelling in, doing Mission Impossible stuff, representing Korean Americans. I love Randall Park. Ugh, I love him too. All right. Done. Sold. Cool. That leaves Anybody us. Anybody want to talk about Aquaman? Are we good? Are we, uh, we don't have time. We're, okay. we're now running out of time. And that yes. sound guys. Yes. Uh, so we've got three historical figures left to recast. Great. Um, and then we've got our writer and our director. Great. Uh, let's talk about Joan of Arc. Carrie Brownstein. Millie Bobby Brown. Sophie uh, Demarais. From France. She's she's Quebecois. Who is she? She's a French t- actress You're just in TV and guess- Okay. All right. <laughs> I did a good job. I researched I, I think stuff. the representation for these historical characters is important. I get it. I get what you did. Mm-hmm. Who did you pick? Carrie Brownstein. Who's oh, Carrie Brownstein? That's funny. She's from Portlandia. Oh. She's the character, the person that you put in the movie when you want a really shortcut. This character is gay and not have to explain it at all. Yeah, I get that. If you have seen Carol, she's just there to be a lesbian. <laughs> <laughs> um, I love. But yeah, she's so, a little old, so I would. But how old is Carrie Brownstein? Yeah, she's not 16. That's the problem. Who cares? Young or down? Give her pigtails. I'm into it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, how old is anybody? It's people are ages. We're They're not, the age we're not that actually they are. making this, right? Oh no, we're making this. Uh-huh, I'm making this it. is happening. This is the ideal remake. Okay, it's real. It's happening. Okay, it's for real. Okay. Uh, and she can be Susan B. Anthony. See, now we're getting on board. See, we're just that, switching historical board. figures up. Let's do it. <laughs> all right, Susan cool. Anthony. Let's do Susan B. Anthony. No Joan of Arc at all. Yeah, it's fine. Or Eleanor Roosevelt, who's a hell oh, gay. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I did a bunch of because I was reading a bunch of history stuff so I was like reading about Emily Dickinson and the one thing I will say stuff. is that I am correct for Abraham Lincoln okay, I like, am also correct for Abraham Lincoln we'll see same time alright one, one two, two three, three. Daniel Brian Day Cranston. Lewis oh that's good da- da- Daniel Day Lewis has already played <laughs> I know but I honestly had the same thought of like, <laughs> why said- Why do they need to go make new movies they could just go travel into existing come movies come on like how great would that be if like none of these because people because he can't are, and then do it's comedy <laughs> but it's just Abraham Lincoln and it's like Daniel Day Lewis being like party on dudes I I, <laughs> I want I wanted to have an Abraham Lincoln with a twinkle in his eye not an Abraham Lincoln who's deeply sad inside that's fine. Brian I mean, Brian Cranston's fine. Uh, Brian Cranston's fine. 
I love Brian Cranston. Checking it off. I just hate that you're winning. I love Brian Cranston. It's a great choice. I won these two, and then I got this one, and that's it. Oh, Colin Firth. No. Oh. No, we didn't. No, they gave you. You gave me David Mitchell. Yeah, Yeah. you've had several, and Carrie Brownstein. Yeah, and I don't know. It's okay. It's not. It doesn't matter. Okay. Beethoven. Uh, Beethoven was so hard for me to recast. So I replaced him because he's uh, useless. And they like they care about music and they go back in time and they don't even interact with Beethoven. It's insane. That's Frida Kahlo, play. played by Selena Gomez. I'm, I'm here for it. All right, cool. I, I did – I just want to <laughs> say that I said because legally if they made this movie today, Fred Armerson would be in it just because there are characters in it and that's the law. <laughs> I said that he would be Beethoven and he would just do some ridiculous shit. That's good. Shit. That's a good I, Beethoven. I needed a comedian who could play piano so I cast Zach Galifianakis but I said, oh, but great. he must shave. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's Zach allowed. Galifianakis would be cute, yeah. Yeah. I'm not going with that because you're yeah, winning. Yeah, no, because we're doing with... Frida Kahlo. Yeah, we're, we're doing, doing Frida Kahlo, Kahlo. Selena Gomez. <laughs> I love, I, I think Frida Kahlo is such, have you seen um, Coco? Yeah. Uh-huh. That's Frida Kahlo in it. Yeah. Okay. You're no, right. no, I fell asleep, but not because it was bad, just because I was okay, tired. Okay, I, I thought you were just like, so good. I, didn't, I didn't want to talk Meredith, about it, because like, no. I, I was just tired, and it wasn't because I wasn't enjoying the movie, and then I knew I was going to get a reaction, and I like didn't want it's to okay. talk about it. It's okay. You could just say no, instead of making the uh noise, like, Lazy, your reference is bad, and I hate you, which is what I, I love said. your reference. Thank you. What's next? Sam? You're the Writer, Daniel Day-Lewis of this podcast. <laughs> 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 Thank you. Oh, wait. Oh, I did cast Missy, the hot mom, but I cast her as older, Charisma Carpenter. Oh, oh yeah. If we were keeping her in the movie, that'd be right. Absolutely. I Great. think, I think Alice and Janney should play all the parents. Also into Absolutely. Alice and Janney. I mean, um, I then they why, hook up. I don't see why Alice and Janney and Charisma and Carpenter can't, can't hook up. <laughs> Agreed. Agreed. You didn't cast the princesses either. I didn't. Who did you put? Lana Condor, Amanda Stenberg. I don't know who those people are. I don't know are. who those people are. Get it together. You're not hip with the kids. No. No, absolutely How not. How about Michelle Dockery from um, Downton Abbey? Sure. Okay. Thank you. I mean, cool. Lana Condor is uh, it's all the boys I loved before and Deadly Class, which is Oh, cool. I like her. Yeah, yeah. put her in it. She'd be and great. Amanda Stenberg is Rue from Hunger Games. She's about Oh, yeah. Well, she's great. Yeah. I know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm hip with the teens. I didn't have to do extensive research on lists of hip teens to, <laughs> to cast this movie. Oh, no. Great. Aye. So let's talk about writer-director mm-hmm. briefly great, great. so we can get our sound guy out of here. Um, who, do, who did you both have for, like, writer-director people? I had separate. Yeah. I had separate as well, but they've worked together before. Mm. Um, I – because it's jumping around in time and it's, it's a, like, a – sci-fi comedy with a lot of different elements i wanted the director to be james gunn and then the writer to be nicole perlman who does a lot of work with james gunn and she also worked on the uh guardians of the galaxy because i want kind of that frenetic and because it pays such attention to music and for a movie that's about musicians music should have been a lot more involved okay and so that's that yeah basically and so that's why i thought i hated that i hated every time that happened I hate teenage boys. That's why I didn't like this movie. I'm sorry. I'm I am a teenage boy, yeah. so I'm, I'm personally offended. Can confirm. <laughs> okay, um, I said Kay Cannon. Uh, what what uh, stuff has Kay Cannon do- pitch, done? Pitch done, Perfect. Do- yes. And Girl Boss. You're just making Pitch Perfect. <laughs> yeah. With historical. Okay, so but this and then instead of time travel, it's an acapella competition. <laughs> Are you gonna watch the next episode of Charmed? It's mm-hmm. Witch Perfect. 
Are you serious? Anyway, my director I have to go. <laughs> is uh, Taika David Watiti. Oh, my God. Is what, what We Do in the Shadows. Yeah, we know, who Taika, we know who Taika Watiti is. Everyone knows who Taika Watiti is. Look, you guys are pretty dumb about some stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and then the writers, I picked Phil Lord and Rodney Rothman, who just did um, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Yeah, oh, that's we, a great movie. Do you know who they are? Well. He's speaking for me. I didn't know that, but I did like Spider-Man. But also we got some like Lego movies, some Clone High, some Forgetting Sarah Marshall, some Popstar Never Stop Never Stopping. That's a really good choice. Wait, who wrote Popstar Never Stop Never Stopping? Rodney. Rodney did. Because Phil Lord and Chris Miller did not do Popstar Never Stop Never Stopping. Some of those were separate things. Ah, interesting. Yeah. Clone Mm. High was just Phil Lord. I also said Paul Feig because I know three Mm. directors, but I think he'd be great. Great. (laughs) Because he's done high school stuff and also funny things. Yeah. Fair. Did you guys see A Simple Favor? It's the best movie I've ever seen. Hmm, mm. I did not. Oh, my gosh. Um, why don't we put John Cena as the Grim Reaper in Bogus Journey? Sounds, Ooh, oh, yeah. sold so much. Thank you. Great. Grim Reaper <laughs> as someone who's supposed to be a ridiculous jackass. Mm. Oh, and I put Anthony Michael Hall as the cop dad, but I like oh. Allison Janney better. I just love Anthony Michael Hall and everything, and I want him in everything. Yeah, he can be there, too. Great. Um, they can hang out best friends <laughs> the only reason why i wouldn't go with uh taiko atiti and lord and miller is because i go with taiko atiti and lord miller a lot yeah well they're that's really good. not our fault it isn't it means that you are on the same page as a lot of people who love these guys who and now they have no time because of all the movies we're making them do um, he knows it's not real, right? Or do you think he doesn't know it's not? I, I can't use them as the real. answer for every episode. He doesn't get ASMR, so he probably can't hear people. And that's why we're going to go with I'm James so Gunn and Nicole Perlman, uh, <laughs> just because that way we can get out of here and get everyone food. Mm-hmm. And because Meredith got the director last time and I'm not letting her do it again. John, I'm too. And then he came out with the and then he came out movie with of the summer. Movie. <laughs> Uh, what movie did he put out? Oh, Crazy, Crazy Rotations. Heard of it? I, I just don't remember. I like that movie a lot, though. <laughs> All right. So let me do a brief rundown of the – Wait. We didn't do the writers. Oh. We uh, picked your writers and your director? Yeah. I'm just trying to get us out of here. It's fine. You were so anxious Listen, to get us into Mer- here. Meredith, think about which one of us needs this the most. You know? Meredith. Uh, ghost. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I she, thought you she took so many notes. We didn't even get to the backside of her piece of paper. Oh my god, you have reference her sources. I'm very efficient. Next <laughs> time there will be a binder. <laughs> I'm very sorry. I thought Sam needed this more than you did. <laughs> um, so, I had a long day. Uh, so Bill, Bill and Ted's exciting jaunt. <laughs> Bill is Willow Shields. Ted is Julian Dennison. Rufus is Sam Rockwell. With society run by Janelle Monet, Bass Reeves will be played by. I didn't write down the name of the actor. I was so busy writing down Bass I Reeves. I thought you were going with Michelle Wolf, Jesse L. Martin, Jess, uh, Jesse L. Martin, and then like you, yes, Michelle Wolf can be in the background too because it's fun. She can be the bartender. It's okay. whatever. Um, so Bass Reeves is Jesse L. Martin. Jesse L. Martin. One more time. Jesse L. I'll Martin. remember it eventually. Uh, <laughs> Jesse L. Martin. Socrates is not going to be in this movie. Instead, we're going to have Buddha played by Parish Sheena. Napoleon is going to be David Mitchell because that's amazing. Mm. Uh, Freud will be Christoph Waltz who will be in this movie for 30 seconds. And then we're going to go right to Helen Keller who will be played by uh, Marley Marley Matlin. Matlin. I wrote this one. I wrote the rest of them down. Some of them. 
Young Oak Kim is going to be played by Randall Park because of all of the things you just said 10 minutes ago because that was such a convincing argument. I'm like, yeah, I'm on board. Amazing. Eleanor Roosevelt is going to be played by Carrie Brownstein. Here for it. Abraham Lincoln will be Brian Cranston. Frida Kahlo will be Selena Gomez. Our director is James Gunn. Our writer is Nicole Perlman. Oh, uh, Ted's mom is going to be Allison Janney. Grim Reaper is going to be John Cena, even though everyone says he's an absolute asshole. John Cena is? Yeah. Not to me. No. I've never met him. Me. He's he? always been nice to me on the TV shows I watch him on. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's he's very funny. Like, he has good charisma. Why is this the, the tangent you're allowing time for? I don't know. <laughs> he doesn't have to be it, the rock just because they do the same thing. That's true. Like, I have a podcast and you have a podcast. Do you want to be compared to me? You know what I mean? No, I'm always comparing I mean, you guys. Only, only, I mean, I, I will be compared, but unfavorably. Your podcast is awesome. Yeah, it's yeah your podcast is like a taco. <laughs> like an enchilada. You know what I mean? This is like a podcast. Get me to the Mexican <laughs> All right, all right, all right. What do, you, what do you two have to promote? What do you want to talk about for social media purposes? Uh, I have a podcast called You Should Write a Song About That. You should listen to the podcast. It comes out on Wednesdays. That's not even the podcast I was talking about. But that's good, too. It's, it's actually a weekly podcast. We've put out like 16 of them. I'm very proud of myself. Oh, good for you. I hate when laser goes before me. I'm on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> Big, Big Mare. Underscore Apologies. <laughs> oh, how to get that underscore. Gotta get the underscore. Gotta get it. I am on Twitter at Sam Gash, S-A-M-G-A-S-C-H, no underscore. Oh, you didn't promote your podcast. <laughs> if you want to follow the podcast it's on uh twitter at ideal remake on instagram at ideal remake and on facebook ideal remake podcast you should do all of those things and if you want to do one nice thing for me this week if you could tell one person you know about this podcast i would really really appreciate it i told my um lift driver about it but he only wanted to talk about how sad he was that people had died oh yeah well, thank you to both for hijacking my show. And Anytime. <laughs> Our show. Yeah. This has been Ideal Remake with Laser and Meredith. Tune in next week where they talk about Bud other Colin amazing things. Birth as Frida Kahlo. No? <laughs> yes. I don't hate it. <laughs>